Hey everyone, my name is Nick. And my name's Kat. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Made for You and Me, an educational and entertaining podcast about the history, geology, wildlife, and other fun facts within America's best idea, the national parks. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump someone you love. <laughs> um, great to see you, Kat. Great to be here. Love it. The weather's great. You're great. I'm great. We're great. We're great. All of it's just great. Anywho's. Anywho's. Uh, tell me everything. How's your week been? How's your day been? What's new with your hair and with your <laughs> cats? Not, not a whole lot's new. Um, this weekend was fun. I rode my bike downtown. Yeah. Had a few drinks. Didn't ride my bike back. Cool. Got it the next day, but just like <laughs> riding around and stuff like that's fun. And then, um, I started the community garden that I do across the street with, um, with a nonprofit this weekend, which was really hot. It's yeah. like not a good time for gardening, but I'm going tomorrow morning because I saw the weather's really nice okay, tomorrow morning. Good. But anyway, Plan so that, that was cute and nice. fun. Like everything's going well. What about That's you? It's such a cute weekend. Um, my weekend was also really good. Was on the beach <laughs> for all of it. It was great. I uh, did like a little few house projects, but Cooperman, whenever we're at the beach, just that's just like his happy place. When we go over the bridge, yeah. you can just see him be like, <laughs> heck yeah. He says, I smell salt. Yeah, he like smells the salt. He can sense the sand. Yeah, um, so that was good. And then I was actually, where did I go? Oh, um, a friend invited me to an open mic night at a brewery downtown on Monday. And so we went and I was just like making small talk with like a, a another guy there and um, who's like part of the extended friend group who I don't know very well. Nice guy. But anyway, he was like, oh, how's your day? How was your day? Like when? I, and I was like, oh, you know, just like. The same all, just trucking through the week. And he was like, it's Monday. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so really great weekend. The week is just, you know, one of those. But can't complain. Mostly no. good stuff. No complaints. I was at work today and I was like, everyone, remember, we work four miles from the beach. Yeah. Never forget Never that. Never forget it. That's Take advantage. the only thing getting you through the week. Something that my boss said to me recently, which I know this and I love this, but it's good to hear from your supervisor, is no one, like when you retire or when you leave your job, no one says... Oh, Kat was such a great employee. She never took vacation or she never used her sick. First of all, if anyone does say that, then they have issues. Second of all, no one says that. So use your vacation, use your sick, do your thing, go to the beach. Yeah. Do whatever. I feel like that's a, a boomer accolade if they oh, do say it. It is. Like, yeah, absolutely. I was in every day at six o'clock God, whether I was sick or no not. One no one cares. Why are no you one. bragging about that? Yeah. That's really sad. Get a life. Get a life. Anyway, Kat, icebreaker questions Oop. for your question or my question for you today is what is an what is something embarrassing that has happened to you through communication? Like we've all like had a really embarrassing typo, like addressed someone the wrong name in an email or like sent a screenshot to someone to the person we were screenshotting but it meant to be someone else we sent it to them we've all done stuff like that so what's your story with that yeah so um mine's really 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 weird i don't know how it happened so when i was in college i went through sorority recruitment i was in a sorority for a while but anyway crazy met this girl in recruitment and we were um friends on social media 
And I had my phone in my purse one day. And mind you, like, I'm... I just, uh, I'm not your average sorority person. And she was, like, to a T. So, like, you know, pearls and just, like, perfection all the time and very, like, girly, which is a good thing. But, like, just not me, right? So I I stick out a little bit in that crowd. So I I don't think we ever, like, really clicked, Mm -hmm. but we were friends on social media. So I had my... Phone in my purse. I have no idea how this happened. You know, on some social medias, they'll have, like, a different um, emoji. Like, it could be, like, all cats, but it's, like, cat faces. Oh, or like, oh yeah. So this one it's is like a, theme of a clam. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh. Which is already weird. Yeah. And so... It somehow commented on this girl's picture, who I probably never talked to ever, with this clam. And it, like, opened up, and the eyes were, like, spirals. Like, it was, like, in a hypnotized state or something. And it was, like, drooling. (laughs) (laughs) On this, like, picture of her and her boyfriend or something. I, I, like, have no idea. That's, like... So um, weird that it opened up Facebook, it went to a comment, <laughs> and then it chose a clam, like, just out of my purse. And I was just, like, mortified. So she good. she definitely laughed it off. Like, uh, she didn't think that was being a weirdo saying, like, I'm hypnotized and drooling yeah. for this picture of you and your partner. But, yeah. So that's that. That is a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. So anyway, still don't know how that happened. And my question for you is, if you could be a character, any fictional character, Mm -hmm. movie, TV, book, whatever, who would you be and why? So I could think on this for a very long time and maybe come up with an answer that I'm so satisfied with and sure about. But for the sake of time, um, my first instinct answer was Leslie Nope. Oh, perfect. Parks and Rec, which is not surprising and I still think is a really good answer. Yes. I already think I am like her in a lot of ways, (laughs) like to a fault maybe. Um, But she just has like, you know, great group of friends, good community, always such a good outlook, so driven. Um, She's got a great like work-life balance. Yeah, well, no, well, I'm just saying that's why I would like to be her. I I think we're already like each other. In, in ways that, like, I'm particular to a fault and so annoyingly, like, type A. But she's also, like, at home, she's messy. Oh, and like that's quarter. not me. You're that's right. You're right. That's yeah. not me at all. You are very work, Leslie Nope. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but I just I just love her. Yeah. Love no, her. She's, she's funny. Yeah. Great attitude. That's, so that's my answer. I love it. I'm that's with a it. perfect answer. Thank you. So who are we who are we repping today? So Kat, we've had this um, sponsor before, but they are just such great partners and they have really great projects. We love or them. products rather. They might have good projects and too. Projects. Um, but today's episode is brought to you by Soul Terra Shop. 
So our friends at Solterra Shop make it very easy to shop eco-friendly products with easy to read ingredients. Uh, and they also have a variety of clothing and homemade travel products. And they have baseball caps and t-shirts and shampoo bars and exfoliating aloe. And all Solterra Shop apparel is made with recycled plastic, hemp, 100% organic cotton. And the bath products are handmade with all natural ingredients. Um, but I wanted to point out two new products that I'm really all about. Mm-hmm. One is their bamboo reusable water bottle. Uh, they've said that they have had a lot of really good feedback. Um, they, this product has a lot of reviews on their website. So if you're in the market for a reusable water bottle that is made like ethically and well, right, right. check out their bamboo water bottle online. And then also their pet shampoo bar. Um, so I haven't gotten one of these for Cooper yet. I, it's, it's pretty new, um, but it's only $9. I checked oh. on their website, which is like a solid price for shampoo. Again, a really great price for pet shampoo. Mm. And bar soap like just tends to go a long way and for something that's like from a small business and right. is like just a good product. I'm about to get bunch of those um but even though it is nine dollars made for you and me listeners can receive a 10 percent discount with the promo code made for podcast 10 that's spelled out made for podcast number one zero um so check out their website and learn more at www.soulterrashop.com excellent we love soul shop i haven't bought a ton from them but i'm a big fan of their um, bar soaps mm-hmm. and their candles. We should go live washing my cats with the bar soap. <laughs> I will be the one filming. You'll be the one washing because I do not trust that I will come out of that unscarred uh, physically or <laughs> emotionally. Um, but they have a lot of really great stuff and um, they have like a which I bought for a number of friends for like birthdays and Christmas. They have mm-hmm. like a soap candle combo so that's really great if you just want to get an affordable but like i said good solid product from a small business like sweet little gift that everyone would love it's also really great if you want to send a message to someone saying that they stink and that their house slash themselves needs to smell better so two birds baby (laughs) i get a lot of candles (laughs) (laughs) Um, well i do too but forward i really love whatever i love candles if the message is i stink then i kind of want to stay sneaky because okay. i love receiving candles oh that's a good one anyway that's good stink delicious um also completely unrelated but we haven't said it yet and this is our last chance to say it before J- july happy pride month oh yeah it's p.m peeps i know i was gonna do um a little short short ski on pride but i haven't gotten my life together yet that's okay so i'll do it there's always next year well, I mean... I mean, there's always next episode. I feel like... But if you want to do it in June, there's always next year. I was going to say, I feel like... I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, but anyway, congrats. <gasps> I know when I'll do it. We'll keep okay. going. <laughs> okay. Uh, but today's topic, Kat, is going to be on the best hikes in American national parks. The best hikes and the best idea in America. This was something that... Um, we were told by listeners that they wanted us to talk about. So we have chosen 12 different hikes in 12 different parks um, that have a variety of difficulty, distance, 
um, and different things to see and do while on the hike. So this is just a list that we've made. Obviously, you might you know have different opinions, but we wanted to give you a good variety of different hikes. Um, so we just have our 12, and we're going to go through each of them. So I'm going to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this because I don't know if how many people have been to these places right. and tried these hikes, but as someone who tried one, and we're from the flatlands, mm. um, and you go to the mountains, and then it says, like, it's going to be moderate, and then you're like, I'm going to die. Aww. Take all of the strenuous and moderate and everything with a grain of salt sure. and just, like, I don't know. Yeah, know your know body. Yourself. There's, I mean, and go on YouTube and look up, um, people with their GoPros and blogs and whatever. There's a lot of information yeah, out yeah. there, but that's a really great um, piece of advice. Thanks. So we're going to start on this Skyline Trail. This is in Mount Rainier National Park. The distance is about just over six miles, and it is strenuous, and it's going to take you somewhere between three and five hours to complete. So starting in Paradise which is a place in Mount Rainier, I'm assuming. Right, it's okay. an area within the park. <laughs> an area Good. within the park. This hike will take travelers past Myrtle Falls through Forest of Evergreens and then ascend the slopes of Mount Rainier itself. At Panorama Point, you get a jaw-dropping view of the park, and on a clear day, you can see as far as Mount Hood in Oregon over 90 miles away. That's significant. It's very significant. So this is a pretty essential hike when you go to Mount Rainier. And with ever-changing views, you're always going to get a chance to get up close and see an unforgettable experience, no matter what, for all visitors. Except for those who can't hike not strenuous paths. Right. Okay. Yes, except for those. (laughs) But you can always Google it. We'll post these on our Instagram, and you can see it for yourself, whether you go in person or not. Schmoogle it. Schmoogle it. Up next is Angel's Landing in Zion National Park. I wanted to do this one because I've done it personally myself. Angel's Landing is 5.4 miles. The difficulty level is strenuous and it takes three to five hours. So Angel's Landing isn't just one of the most popular hikes in Zion. It's one of the most popular hikes in the United States. The world, even. The universe. (laughs) (laughs) You might have heard of Angel's Landing before. Um, But this hike is more about the journey than the destination. Even though the destination is breathtaking and absolutely worth and absolutely beautiful, um, the view... Oh, and absolutely worth worth and absolutely beautiful, the hike itself is like what you really remember. Um, So the view from the top of Angel's Landing is incredible. And it looks like a scene out of a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Or like from Avatar or something crazy. It like truly looks otherworldly. Um, But the climb involves steep switchbacks. At times you have to use all fours to get around. Um, And then eventually there is a chain assisted path. And that can be very challenging. But it's absolutely rewarding. Um, So before you climb Angel's Landing, you need to do your research. Uh, because it can be intimidating and it can also be closed very randomly and unpredictably if there's like a fire or if there's an injury or if there's poor visibility so you need to be like refreshing the park's webpage like to the minute you get there Um, and there's one section of the path that is no more than three feet wide and it has a thousand foot drops on either side so like i said Uh -uh. can be intimidating not for the faint of heart um, so make sure you're ready for it before you actually go. And also know that to date, 
14 individuals have died on Angel's Landing. So I don't know why I'm laughing. It's so not funny. I was laughing at Kat's face <laughs> <base> reaction. <laughs> Sorry, this is not funny. Um, but that is, that's, that's a fun fact, and it's a little grounding to let you know the seriousness of the hike. I saw a girl taking a picture like backwards off of a cliff when I was um, on my trip, and mm. the lady beside her goes, Honey, you've got nerves of steel. For real. And I was like, I'm going to remember that forever. Um, but I've known plenty of people, including myself, who have hiked Angel's Landing. And it's like so – if you if it's not for you, no shame because, like, it's, it's rough. But it is – like, it was my favorite hike I've ever done. Well, it sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I will watch someone do it on GoPro. Perfect. Will you pronounce the next one? Grinnell. Thank you. Grinnell Glacier and Glacier National Park. Makes sense. Ooh. So this one, um, it says that's 10.6 miles and strenuous, and it's supposed to only take you five to seven hours. That does not sound right to me, but life goes on. The hike to Grinnell Glacier is one of Glacier National Park's most beautiful hikes. This hike has it all. Stunning alpine scenery, waterfalls, emerald green lakes, water... Wildflowers, not water flowers. Maybe. Uh, the chance to see wildlife and, of course, a glacier. Bingo. Some ice. Uh, you can also see some wildlife on this hike. Uh, people spot moose, which is hot stuff, mm. mountain goats, and bears. The wildlife sightings and the gorgeous scenery make this one of the m- best experiences in Glacier National Park. Number four is Devil's Garden Trail in Arches National Park. Devil's Garden Trail is 7.2 miles. The difficulty level is easy to moderate, and it'll take you anywhere from three to four hours. The Devil's Garden Trail has all of the ingredients for a perfect hike in Arches National Park because it's kind of like an a la carte menu of options. So you can hike the entire 7.2 mile loop, and if you do that, you get to see eight arches, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And what makes Devil's Garden Trail so great is that you can pick and choose what you want to do and what you want to see. So you can simply just hike around a round trip to Landscape Arch mm-hmm. proper noun, which is only 1.6 miles round trip. Um, but then from there, the main trail splits into two trails that detour to more arches. Um, and then once you get to the end of that main trail, you can either take it back the same way or you can loop around using another trail called the Primitive Trail. So this is on our list because if you're visiting arches as a family or a group, uh, this is a really good option for you. So some people may choose to explore the easier trails um, and other people can do the more um, the longer parts or the more difficult parts. But I like that. This is a good um, spot for you to like to break off and kind of maybe do your own thing and see your own stuff if you're in a group. It's one of those like books where you choose your own journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so number five. Half Dome, Yosemite National Park. Quit playing with your jewelry. I know. I took it off so I wouldn't play with it. <laughs> All right. So um, this one is 17 miles. Ooh. Yeah. It's a big Extremely one. Extremely strenuous. And let's just say that you'll finish it within a day. Um, actually, no. No. 14 hours is you'll like. You'll finish it within a day if you're like going 14 hours straight. So you could, but most people don't. Yuck. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so this one better be real good. The hike to Half Dome is one of Yosemite's most challenging and most memorable hikes. It also it's also one of the most 
epic day hikes in the national parks. By hiking the Half Dome, you can explore Yosemite's most popular hiking trails, view waterfalls, and walk through the shady forest of the sequoia trees. The best part of the trail is the final climb on the Half Dome cables and your reward from the top, one of the best views of Yosemite. In order to do this hike, you must have a permit, which we haven't talked about that yet, Mm -hmm. but this can happen, and you will need a little bit of luck because it's extremely popular. Permits are awarded in a preseason lottery for the summer hiking season. Yeah, so if you want to do it, you got to mean it. Um, But yeah, like Kat said, extremely strenuous, 10 to 14 hours. Have you done this? In total walking time. I've not done it. I would have liked to do it in Yosemite. Um, I did another... This isn't on the list, but Yosemite has like a lot of really, really great hikes. So even though it didn't make this list because we're only doing one per park, there are a lot of cool ones in Yosemite. Um, I did Yosemite Falls. But um, Half Dome is like super famous. Like people love it and swear by it. Um, But it's like a lot of people also do it over the course of multiple days. Well, that's, yeah, sign me mm-hmm. up for that one. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, and get your permit and um, play the lottery. I'm going to get a perm and a permit all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, next is Sky Pond in Rocky Mountain National Park. Sky Pond Trail is a 9.5 miles long. The difficulty level is strenuous, and it'll take you four to six hours. Sky Pond is one of the best hikes in Rocky Mountain National Park for good reason, um, because this hike has a little bit of everything. You can see waterfalls. <laughs> what was that? Water, waterfalls. You can see waterfalls. Uh, you can see alpine lakes, um, high aerial mountain views, uh, and then a fun river and stream crossing. So to get to Sky Pond, the actual destination of this trail, you will rock scramble up a waterfall, um, which can be refreshing on really hot days. Uh, But the whole reason you do this hike is for the final view of Sky Pond, which is one of the most spectacular lakes in the whole Rocky Mountain National Park. So there's never a boring moment on this trail because there's just so much to see and it's ever-changing and it keeps things interesting. Um, it's on the long side, like we said, 9.5 miles and can be challenging, but you get a great payoff at the end with your view of Sky Pond. I'm so excited to bring you our next trail, number seven, Queen's Garden and Navajo Loop Trail, Bryce Canyon National It's a combo. Park. Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, it's a combo trail. Where well, is it, though? It's in Bryce Canyon. Cool. That's National Park. <laughs> That's what we do on our podcast. <laughs> I interrupted you. I want to make sure it was clear. No, you're perfect in every way. So this one is easy to moderate. Welcome to it, y'all. <laughs> 2.75 miles, a normal amount for one person to want to walk in a day, and it takes two to three hours. I guess, if you're on your hands or something. But anyway, (laughs) this short but sweet hike is one of the best ways to experience Bryce Canyon. By combining two hiking trails into one loop, the Queen's Garden Trail and the Navajo Trail, you can get up close to the Hoodoos, the name of the rock formation in Bryce Canyon. Yeah, so we got like mountains, buttes, valleys, canyons, whatever. But then in Bryce Canyon, we got things called Hoodoos. Mm -hmm. This is what they're called. I know. I was trying to... They just did a really cute thing on their Instagram about hoodoos. But it was like, oh, it's who do you love? Oh, I know. That's cute. I know. Um, 
You can also see Thor's hammer and walk through the canyons, arches, and forest of pine trees. So if you want to see arches, but you don't want to do like the whole arches thing, yeah, you can just come here and it's like, you know, 20 minutes away. No, I'm wrong about that. It's like an hour away or two hours away. Arches and arches. Kids will love this hike. So if you're looking for a great national park to visit as a family, put Bryce Canyon on your national parks wish list. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Number eight is Notch Trail in Badlands National Park. I wasn't sure if I wanted to put this one on the list, but we're getting like uh, an array of different types of hikes. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it made the cut. Notch Trail is 1.5 miles. It's difficulty level is easy and it only takes you about an hour. Uh, And this is on the list because Notch Trail is pure fun. Uh, It's a great hike for kids and adults alike. Uh, It's just 1.5 miles round trip, and it features a walk through a scenic canyon, a climb up a wooden ladder, and a brief walk along a cliff trail. And then it ends with the view of an amazing scenery of the Badlands. Awesome. I like the wooden ladder piece. That's just, just pure fun. Just cute. Just good. So, the next one, number nine, you've probably heard of, Grand Canyon Rim to Rim. Guess where it is? Yeah, you guessed it. Grand Canyon National Park. This is actually 23.5 miles. Like, that's more than a half marathon. Is it? (laughs) No. That's (laughs) 26.1. Yeah. No, you're right. It's more than a half marathon. Less than a full marathon. Yeah. Yep. That one. This is our our longest... It's also extremely strenuous mm-hmm. <clears throat> and 10 to 14 hours as a day hike. Yeah. This is if like you go start to stop 10 to 14 hours, okay. but who walks for 14 hours straight a day in hiking boots? Not I in any kind of weather. I mean, maybe if I was like on the amazing race or like was going to get right. something insane for it. But if there if was bourbon at the end of that trail, <laughs> yeah, I'd be there. You said it. Um, but no, if I was just bopping around, like enjoying my time in Grand Canyon, I don't know if I'm going to do this in one day. Well, some people consider it a bucket list adventure. So over the course of nearly 24 miles, hikers descend below the level of the rim, cross the mighty Colorado River, and climb back up the other side. It's challenging, it's exhilarating, and it's truly an unforgettable experience. If you really want to experience the beauty and majesty of the Grand Canyon, crossing it by foot is an epic experience. Just so you know, experience is the name of the game. Experience. <laughs> Epic. Most people hike rim to rim on a two or three da- day backpacking trip. And if you are extremely fit and fast, it's possible to hike the Grand Canyon rim to rim in one day. Yeah. If you've been up in the gym working on your fitness, then this might be something you can do if you start at the butt crack of dawn and really book it. But if you're a normal human, then schedule a few days. Yeah, there's also helicopters that go on top of it. That's you. If you're a normal human <laughs> slash kidding. got some money to burn, take right. a helicopter. A normal rich human. <laughs> um, number 10 is Paintbrush Canyon. And this Paintbrush Canyon hyphen Cascade Canyon Loop. And this is in Grand Teton National Park. This is another big one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this one is 20 miles. The difficulty level is very strenuous. And it takes you 8 to 12 hours. So just in one hike, you can visit a handful of some of the best spots in Teton, Grand Teton National Park. So you can see Jenny Lake, Inspiration Point, Lake Solitude, Cascade Canyon, and Paintbrush Canyon. So even though this is a really big hike, 
it's got it all. Um, so you can also throw in panoramic views across the Teton mountain range. You can throw in a few moose or meese, whichever you prefer, <laughs> um, and it'll just give you an unforgettable hike. Uh, so this hike is a big undertaking. Like we said, it's 20 miles. It has an elevation gain of 4,000 feet, and it's a lot to do in one day. Most people do it in two or three days, um, but similar to the Rim to Rim Trail in the Grand Canyon, if you know you just like are superhuman or got a bionic hip, then maybe you can do this in one day. Um, Side note, I did, Grand Tetons was one of my favorite parks. Mm -hmm. uh, I did not do this hike because I didn't got time for that, but you probably see at least one moose on this hike. <gasps> yeah. People love a moose. I love a moose. I saw a moose. Did you see a moose? Yeah. Okay. Well, when I was in Grand Tetons right. and I didn't, I didn't do this hike, oh my gosh, moose? Are we saying moose, meese? I'm just going to say moose because meese just sounds weird to me. Moose are so cool. They are one massive. Yeah. Two, so mysterious. Not mysterious isn't like we don't know much about them, but like people don't. They're aloof. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Um, they're aloof. Uh, they're just not like one of the most popular animals you learn about, like growing up or in school, like bear or deer or whatever. Like if you see a moose, you're like, I don't know what to think about you because like I don't know anything about you. But anyway, moose are just so cool. Baby moose are so cute. Yes. They're so wobbly and lanky. And mama moose are like, I mean, if you see a moose in person, you're just like, you are massive. Like, you just don't yeah. think that they're that they big are, until they're you see They're bigger the than the bison. They're huge. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they weigh as much as the bison because no. bison is just like so. But as far as, like, sheer size, like height, moose are, and especially their antlers, mm -hmm. make them look even. Anyway, that's my rant about a moose. But, like, boy, I'm not wrong. I'll stand by that. He's, he's not wrong. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen and anyone else. Anyone else. Okay. Number 11. Cascade Pass to Sahel Glacier Camp. Look at me. I pronounced something. Look at you. This is in North Cascades National Park. One of those lesser talked about national parks. We still love you. So this one is um, 12 miles, which at this point doesn't seem that far. <laughs> uh, still strenuous. And you know what? We're just going to take the time off. But some people finish it in five hours. Um, labeled by many as the best day hike in North Cascades National Park, the Sahel Arm Hike is a gorgeous everyday step. Oh, it's a gorgeous. It's gorgeous every step of the way. <laughs> Been a long Just day. keep that one. <laughs> You'll hike through evergreen forests, through fields of help. Heather? I don't know what that is. Just say fields of wildflowers. Sorry. <laughs> You'll hike through evergreen forests, fields of wildflowers, past marmots. Oh, I love a marmot. Mountain goats, and maybe even a bear. Once at Sahel Glacier Camp, you can enjoy spectacular views over Doubtful Lake and layers. And lawyers <laughs> and miles. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with her? Oh my gosh, I meant to type layers and layers. 
and upon miles of jagged snow-capped peaks but I jumped <laughs> <laughs> layers layers and lawyers and miles upon miles of jagged snow-capped peaks oh that's good that's what I get for trying to <laughs> speak so eloquently layers and lawyers of mountains gosh oh that was good though that was my ab workout for the day I know my sciatic hurts so bad <laughs> All right, let's get through it. We're almost done. Last but not least, number 12. Uh, We actually talked about this hike in our Olympic National Park episode. Um, But lastly, we got Hurricane Ridge to Mount Angeles, another twofer, in Olympic National Park. This hike is 6.5 miles. The difficulty level is moderate, and it'll take you four to six hours. The hike from Hurricane Ridge to Mount Angeles is spectacularly beautiful, and you can do it in a day, um, and it has some of the best features of Olympic National Park. So you go along the Callahan Ridge Trail, where you have a panoramic view over the side of Olympic National Park, and then you get up to Mount Angeles, which is a tough hike, but it ends with some tricky rock scrambling, um, and the view is worth the hard work. On a clear day, you have a 360-degree view from the peak of Mount Angeles, which is the highest peak in the Hurricane Ridge area. So if you're looking for something shorter or less challenging, you can just do a portion of this hike and not Mm -hmm. go all the way to the top um, where you have the 360 degree view. But if you just do part of it, it's just beautiful the entire way. So even if you don't want to do this whole thing or dedicate the whole four to six hours, still try to check it out um, and it'll be pretty no matter what. Just do some of it. Um, Some other notable hikes that we don't have time for but are worth looking into are the Narrows in Zion National Park. Upper Yosemite Falls in Yosemite National Park, Precipice Trail in Acadia National Park, and Old Rag in Shenandoah National Park. Yum. Well, Kat, any questions, comments, critiques, philosophies, intuitions, or jokes, misspellings, (laughs) typos? You should just be nice to everyone because you never know if they can help you in the future. Perfect. Well, if you found this episode even just a little bit interesting, you should share it with a friend. Text them a link to this podcast and say, yo, first of all, listen to this podcast. Second of all, pick anywhere between one to five hikes that you want to go on and let's plan a trip. And we can think of Kat and Nick the entire way and how they were either very right or very wrong. But either way, share it with a friend. Layers and lawyers. Follow us on Instagram at MFYAM Podcast to stay up to date on all episode releases and see photos of the amazing places we talk about in each episode. Thanks for listening. You'll hear from us soon. You're beautiful. Bye.